is coming up now on Established in the Faith. If you'll just follow me up to this point right here, get your focus right, trust in what Jesus did at Calvary, hear what the Spirit of God is saying and do what He tells you to do, that right there will guarantee you your needs being met. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. of you listening by radio this morning, I'm going to be giving you God's formula for peace and prosperity. So if you will, call a friend, call a neighbor, and get them over here to this radio station because what I'm going to say today is very important. You can have peace when everything around you is going crazy, and you can prosper in your soul when it seems as though financially you just can't make ends meet. Did y'all hear what I said? God has a formula for peace and prosperity. And it's found in Psalms 37, beginning in verse 1. Psalm 37, if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn there. And we're going to begin in verse 1. And the Bible says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed." Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way." because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. And again, I want to use for a subject this morning, preaching a few minutes, God's formula for peace and prosperity. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for every person that is under the sound of my voice right now. And Lord, I realize this morning that there are many needs. And Lord, there are many questions within the hearts and minds of your people. And Lord, this morning I only have words. But Lord, I ask that you anoint me today to rightly divide this word of truth. And 
to bring this word to the people, Lord, that they may hear it and understand it. Lord, anoint your people today, the least among us, whomever that may be. Lord, anoint us today to hear your word and be drawn closer to you is my prayer today in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen and amen. We're living in a world that is just not fair. It seems that people do bad things all the time and they get away with it, or so it seems. Perhaps this morning there are some here, and maybe listening by a radio, you love God, you do your best to live for God, but it's all you can do to make ends meet. While your neighbor next door, they make no pretense at all of living for God, but yet they appear to be prospering. And it's just not fair. Let me tell you this. If you're going to have peace and prosper, you're going to have to get your focus right. You've got to get your focus right. You've got to stop looking at what everybody else is doing and start looking at what God has already done. Focus on the Lord. That's where your focus needs to be. The Lord Jesus Christ, He is the source of all things. What you focus on affects your emotions. And this last verse here that I read to you this morning, Psalm 37 and verse 8, picture someone who is angry. And the Bible says here, To cease from anger, forsake wrath, and fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. If you're sitting here this morning and you are angry, and all of us have felt that feeling, we have felt that emotion, It came about as a result of your focus. See, some of there's some things that happen in life that make you angry, and you just can't you can't help it. Okay, you can't help it when somebody pulls in front of you and nearby causes you to have a wreck. Oh, you you can't you ain't got no control over that. Or you're coming to church on Sunday morning and the dog runs out in front of you. Every you you ain't got no control over that. Okay, but you do have control when you are sitting at home and you watch the news all the time and you sit there and you get so worked up you get so angry looking at the news that you could pick up the tv and throw it out the window if you're getting that mad looking at something you need to change your focus you need to change that channel from that news you're watching and flip it over to something that's going to be good for you. Flip it over to some good gospel programming. Get it over there where the Spirit of God can get into your heart and into your life and into your soul. Focus. If you get your focus right, then your emotions will be better than what they are. And number two, he said, trust in the Lord and do good. Now, most of y'all sitting here this morning, if I were to ask you, are you trusting in the Lord? Most of you here would say yes. 
I'm trusting in the Lord, Brother James. But somebody does you wrong, all you can think about is getting them back. I submit to you, you're not trusting the Lord, you're trusting in yourself. And you're planning and scheming on how you're going to get somebody else back. Let me tell you, you ain't going to live in this world long without somebody doing you wrong. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Trust in the Lord and do good. Jesus said, Luke 6, 27, Love your enemies. Do good to them which hate you. Bless them that curse you. And pray for them that despitefully use you. When it comes to the news, I look at it just enough to get an idea of what's going on. And then I cut it off. And then I pray about the situations and the things that are going on. Because, listen, when it gets down to it, there ain't nothing I can do about it. Not a th- there ain't one thing I can do about it. I can go to the poll and vote when it's time to go to the poll and vote. But that's about all to say I have. But when I go to God in prayer, when I take it to the Lord Jesus Christ, that's where the leverage is. That's when I can take it to the Lord. I'm talking to someone who can do absolutely anything. And my prayer for this country My prayer for the president, my prayer for the Congress, my prayer for the military, my prayer for this nation is that the gospel will have free course, whatever it takes. Because it is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the answer to the ills of mankind. Trusting in the Lord and doing good It has more to do with the finished work of Christ than it does anything else. Now let me explain that. Trusting in the Lord. You're trusting in what He did at Calvary. When you trust in what He did, that opens up the door for the Holy Spirit to come into your heart and life. And then... You hear what the Spirit is saying, and you do what He tells you to do. That's doing good. Trust in the Lord. Put your faith in Christ, who He is and what He did at Calvary. That opens the door for the Holy Spirit. Then you have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. You do what He says do. That's the good. See, you can do all kind of good things. Here this past week, it was hot as all get out. And there was churches and people going out to the store and buying fans and doing all kind of things. And that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of things that are good. But let me tell you what's best. When you hear what the Spirit of God is saying and you do what He tells you to do. That's the doing good that I'm talking about. Trust in the Lord and do good. All right, follow me now. You focus on the Lord. He's the source of all things. You put your trust and faith in what He did. Because what He did is the means through and by which you and I can receive from God. In other words, you and I can receive what we need through and by the cross. If you need a car this morning, you can find it in the cross. 
If you need a house this morning, you can find it in the cross. If you need the baptism in the Holy Spirit this morning, you can find it in the cross. If you need healing this morning, you can find it in the cross. Whatever it is that you need, you can find it in the cross of Christ because it's there that he paid man's sin debt and opened up the door through and by which you and I can receive from God. So shalt thou dwell in the land. Verse 3. That's how you live for God. Your focus is right. You're trusting in what he did. You're doing what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. And if you do that right there, verse 3 says, And verily thou shalt be fed. There's your needs being met right there. If you'll just follow me up to this point right here. Get your focus right. Trust in what Jesus did at Calvary. Hear what the Spirit of God is saying and do what he tells you to do. That right there will guarantee you your needs being met. Jesus said, Matthew 6, 31... Take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you have need of these things. But seek ye first. Look at that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Glory to God. What do you have need of this morning? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and whatever it is that you need, the Lord will make sure that you have it. Philippians 4.19. Dana, if you will, put that on the screen. But my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Look at that. By Christ Jesus, my God shall supply all, not just some, but he shall supply all of your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Let me tell you something. God is not sitting there waiting for a welfare check to get there. He's not waiting on food stamps. He's not on Medicaid, Medicare. He's not sitting there fretting and worrying about how the light bill on the sun is going to get paid. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills and the, and the hills too. He owns it all. And he owns all the oil and gold under the hills. So he's rich. But he supplies your need. What is your need? Some of you in this place, you need healing. You need healing. He knows how to supply that healing. And he did it through and by what he did at Calvary. All right, now what I've given you at this point is, is, is supplying your needs. All right, now I'm going to tell you how to get some of the things you want. No, I'm not going off out here to be one of these prosperity preachers now. Oh, Preacher James going off to name it and claim it and blab it and grab it preachers now. No, but what I'm giving you this morning is God's prosperity plan. 
All right, now look at this right here. What did he say? Verse 4, Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight thyself in the Lord. Oh, good grace and mercy. I'm, I'm going to say something now. Some of you ain't going to like it. Your ears are going to be a little bit too sensitive for what I'm about to say. So, so just brace yourself. If you get more excited at a ball game than you do the things of God, you've got a problem. Oh, let me take it a step further. This is going to sting a little bit, all right? Just, just going ahead and preparing you now. But if you make more noise at a ball game than you do in the church house on Sunday morning, you've got a problem. This is the place where we should blow the roof off the place and praise God and thank God for all the things that he's done for us. Some of you this morning, you got up and you said, Oh, me, i got to go to church today. You've got a problem. And it's not just church. It's just when the preacher comes around, Oh, here comes the preacher again. That one on the job that's always reading and studying this Bible, Oh, here comes that holy roller again. You've got a problem. When you get to the place you don't like gospel music, and you don't like this, and you don't like that, and whatever the case may be, you've got a problem. It's time to start delighting yourself in the things of God. Delight yourself in God's salvation plan. Delight yourself in the cross of Christ. People get all excited, and they, 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 they talk about, well, who's winning? I don't even know who's playing. I could care less about a ball game. I could care less about racing. I could care less about your bowling scores, your golf scores, or anything else of that nature. But when you start talking about what is written in this book, glory to God, something starts to well up in my soul. I start to get excited a little bit because I'm reminded of the day when I was lost and on my way to a devil's hell. And Jesus Christ reached down and grabbed a hold of my heart and convicted me of my sin. And God kept dealing with me. He didn't give up on me. He kept on dealing and working until I gave my heart to him. And he knew I was going to fail him. He knew I was going to fail him miserably. But he saved my my soul anyway, despite the failures that would come in the future. God still saved my soul, wrote my name down in the Lamb's book of life. Now there's a great big building project going on in heaven right now. He's got a big mansion being built for me right now. And soon the trump of God is going to sound. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain will be called up to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord Jesus Christ. All the pain will be gone. All the sickness will be gone. There will be no more death or dying. All of those things, the former things have passed away. Behold, all things will become new. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's something to get excited about. God's got good things for you. It's not even begin to enter into the mind of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Get excited about the things of God. 
Oh, I look out across this congregation today and I see empty pews. But I'm excited about a God who can change that. I know a God that can fill every pew in this church. He can fill that choir loft. He can give us more radio stations. He can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask for or think. Glory to God. Mm. I'm just going to have me a Holy Ghost fit right here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Delight yourself in the things of God. If you'll delight yourself in the things of God, what did he say? Latter part of verse 4. He shall give thee the desires of your heart. See, if you get your focus right, you start to trust in what he did at Calvary. Start doing what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Start delighting yourself in the things of God. He'll give you the desires of your heart. Now, if you'll do those first four things right there that I've told you, your desires won't be selfish desires. Those desires will be godly desires. See, I'm not desiring for God to give me a house. I'm not desiring for God to give me a vacation house down yonder, wherever it may be. I'm not desiring for God to give me a raise, but I am desiring for God to fill up this church. I am desiring God to give me souls. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? That's, that's the desire. Then he said there in verse 5, Commit thy ways unto the Lord. We're living in an age now where commitment is hard to come by, and especially when it comes to the things of God. No commitment in the marriage anymore. He wants to do his thing, she wants to do her thing, and they just split up, oh, it don't matter. And you know who suffers? The children are the ones that wind up suffering. No commitment to aging parents the Bible says you're supposed to honor your father and your mother. But yet when they get up to a certain age, you want to just put them in a home over there and let them rot. You never go about them. No commitment. You've got a problem. No commitment. No commitment to the things of God. No commitment to a church. You go from this church this week to that church, this church, this church, this church, the church, the church. I asked a man the other day, I said, why, why are you visiting all these churches? He said, well, I just like to spread it around. No, you just don't want to commit to anything. That's what it is. You need to commit to the things of God. And commit yourself to the work of God. Commit your ways to the Lord. And what did he say? He will bring it to pass. He will bring it to pass. What is it? What is it? He will bring it to pass. If you commit yourself to the Lord, he'll bring it to pass. It is whatever you're working so hard trying to bring about on your own. If you'll commit yourself to God, put Him first, He'll bring it to pass. Whatever that desire is, whatever that thing you're spending so much self-effort on, He'll bring it to pass. But now let me tell you what the real it should be. It should be 
you striving to be what God wants you to be in Him. That's, that's where it's at. You see, you know as a Christian what you're supposed to be doing. But if you'll be honest, you find yourself falling short constantly. And when you look at the failure, it robs you of your peace. But the Bible says, if you will commit your ways to the Lord, He will bring forth thy righteousness, verse 6, as the light and thy judgment as the noon day. He will bring about that which is needed within our hearts and lives. Then he said, verse 7, rest in the Lord. Stop trying to do something that only God can do and rest in what he's already done. Now, verse 7 also says, wait patiently for the Lord. What needs to take place in your heart and life is going to take some time. It don't happen overnight. So you have to wait patiently for the Lord. And Philippians 1 and 6, the Bible says, Be confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So this morning I have given you God's formula for peace and prosperity. Get your focus right. Trust in the Lord. Do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Delight yourself in the things of God. Commit yourself to the things of God. And rest in what He's done for you. program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to establishinthefaith.com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, 
Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.